and welcome everybody to Fans Train Sports, powered by DSP Media. This is the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz, and I'm your host, Rob Fidoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on X at PFidoff. This is episode 115 of the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. This will be the Wake Force preview. But first things first, head over to our website at fanstreamsports.com for all additional podcast information. If you have an Apple device or an Android device, please feel free to download the Fanstream Sports app and then head over to our Facebook page. Like that page, additional content out there as well. Please feel free to share that with your friends and family. So the Wake Forest preview, first things first, I have some quick news out of Notre Dame today during Marcus Freeman's uh, press conference. Uh, Rocco Spindler, he's a starting offensive lineman, offensive guard that is. He'll be out the remainder of this season due to an injury. However, Rocco still has two years left of eligibility, so hopefully he comes back stronger than ever after his rehab uh, that he's going to have to go through this year and into even early next year. His replacement more than likely will be Billy Shrouth, who's a redshirt freshman. So this is a great opportunity for Billy uh, to get that experience heading in for these next two games, the bowl game, and then into the 2024 season. Also, Coach Freeman made it known they will seek a fourth quarterback for next year's team, which means they'll uh, look to the transfer portal like they did last year with Sam Hartman, who came over from Wake Forest, that is, our, our current opponent this week. And here's the thing. I, I keep thinking, I, I'm still a little, I'm confident that Kenny Minchie will be the starter next year, but maybe that'll not be the case. Even Steve Angeli, I've always thought he's better than what most people think he is. Looked great in that spring game, I've always said, two years ago. And he's looked great every chance he's had this year so far. But a lot of people think he's that best a backup quarterback for his career at Notre Dame. That's to be determined. And then also coming in next year, he will graduate probably next month early from high school. Highly touted uh, five-star QB, CJ Carr, will be an early enrollee at Notre Dame. A lot of people think he's the future uh, for Notre Dame, especially at the quarterback position. And he's the grandson of Lloyd Carr, who coached Michigan in the 90s and early 2000s and won a national title at Michigan in 1997. But here's the thing. I know we would never get Caleb Williams from USC if he would enter the portal. First off, he's going to forego his senior season next year at USC to enter the NFL draft. More than likely, he's the number one player picked in the NFL draft. But let's just say there's another quarterback out there just slightly below uh, Caleb Williams' talent or just a stud quarterback, what we thought we were getting with Sam Hartman. The way, I just don't want to say the offensive staff, but offensive coordinator Jared Parker, I'm sure, he, I know he's a nice guy, great family man, whatever. But if Coach Parker is still the offensive coordinator, when we do get this quarterback, whether it's a stud quarterback or just a quarterback for depth next year, I have zero faith that he does not damage him like he's damaged Sam Hartman right now. I don't think Sam Hartman's a horrible quarterback. He is playing horribly right now, but I think he still can make an NFL team and be a more than likely a backup for his uh, NFL career. But the way it's going down with Sam Hartman this year, I repeat, I have zero confidence in Coach Parker taking a stud quarterback and just running with it and having a successful season. I know that's harsh words right now, but with that news that Coach Freeman said they would seek a fourth quarterback, great. Whether it's a quality depth guy or a stud quarterback, Unless we have a different offensive coordinator next year, I can't get excited about this. Also, it was known for the Stanford game, which will be in two uh, a week from this coming Saturday. It's Thanksgiving weekend, so November the 25th, that is. 
It will not be on Fox, which I thought it would be. It will not be on ABC. Obviously, it won't be on NBC because it's at Stanford. It's not a Notre Dame home game. It'll be on the Pac-12 network. And I get YouTube TV. I do not have that uh, network. I don't know if even bars carry that right now. Uh, I mentioned before, sometimes I watch the games at Dempsey's Food and Spirits. If I get information on how to get this network, I will let you know because I don't know how to get it right now. Maybe there's a way to just pay for the game. But the way this season's gone, I really don't want to pay for a game for a, hopefully it's an eight and three team that we do beat Wake Forest this week. But I repeat this game, the Stanford game, Thanksgiving weekend, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Pac-12 network. If I get news on a way to get that network, I will let you know just for that weekend that is. But uh, I wanted to point that out right there. So let's just get into the basics for this game this week, Wake Forest. Sam Hartman's uh, former team, he graduated from Wake Forest. He played there for five years. This game will be this Saturday, November the 18th. This is senior day. So good luck to, or thank you to all the seniors, whether they're fourth-year seniors, fifth-year seniors, or six-year seniors like Sam Hartman. And maybe there's other six-year seniors on Notre Dame as well. Notre Dame comes in 7-3 and three off that disappointing loss to Clemson. Uh, Wake Forest, they're tied right now, I think, with Virginia as the worst ACC team right now. They're four and six, one and six in the ACC. Their only win was against Pitt, 21 to 17. And we found out against Pitt a few weeks back, they're not a great team. And that was, to me, a lot of false confidence out of that game. Yes, a 58 to seven win. But I said in an earlier podcast, a lot of those, and we did have 500 yards of offense. And we did move the ball pretty good early on, but Sam Hartman threw some interceptions. But a lot of those yards were on short fields due to the defense creating turnovers. And this will be a team probably similar to Pitt in that area. Just just not a very good team. Let's just put it that way. Uh, They are uh, coached by uh, Dave Clawson. Uh, He's been there a while now. I think he coached at Bowling Green at one time. But let's just get into, so I'm just trying to see. Oh, this game will be uh, at Notre Dame. Uh, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBC. So at Notre Dame, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this coming Saturday, November the 18th. You got all the basics now. And I'm just going to go over the stats really quick here. Uh, again, this is a mismatch statistically. Notre Dame averages 37 points. They average Wake Forest 21. Passing yards, it's it's very it's not too um, one-sided. 263 for Notre Dame, 225 for Wake but the passing for us has just gradually gone down since that Ohio State game. Uh, rushing yards, we get 166, Wake Forest 131. We only give up 17 points per game. They give up 25. Uh, passing yards, we only give up 169. They give up 238. Rushing, this is still, even though the defense has been the bread and butter, the, the most solid part of this team this year, we're still giving up about 127 yards rushing per game. That's something they got to consistently get better at. Wake Forest, though, this is the opportunity here. They're giving up 147 yards rushing per game. Total mismatch, but our offensive staff, especially Coach Parker, they have to exploit this somehow. And the way these last couple games have gone, I know we had that huge win against USC, 48-20, to but a lot of those scores were off the defense and giving us a short field offensively. Same thing with the Pitt game. And then Clemson game, that was just a disaster. So having said that right there, um, before I get into my prediction, 
the biggest thing I want to see from this game, what's the vibe during this game? Whether it's before the game, tailgating, uh, the fans coming into the stadium, what, what's the vibe? Are the fans pumped up or is it just, oh, senior day? I guess we're excited about that. We're going to thank our seniors. How much has that Clemson game affected fans and the psyche of this team, uh, whether it's the players or the coaches? I want to see, because here's the thing. This is a very bad team. Stanford's a very bad team. The bowl opponent that we have, they may not play a lot of their players anyway. So we're not going to get a true gauge. Let's say we beat this team 60 to nothing, and the offense looks really good. I still do not have much faith. Granted, I'm feeling a little bit better, but I'm still not having faith in this offensive staff, especially Coach Parker, because it's the competition. You should beat a team really badly, uh, a caliber of Wake Forest or uh, a Stanford. So I'm not. we're not going to get – I'm sorry to break it to you, but let's say we beat both these teams by a heavy margin, and the bowl game, we'll see what who that competition is and who they're actually playing. But with these two opponents – that that's that's what's really shitty about this is because you can't get a true gauge if they've really improved because of the quality of opponent is, is what I'm trying to say. But I, I will feel a little bit better. Let's let's say if the defense doesn't create any turnovers and we have drives of 80 yards, 75 yards, you know, 65 yards. If we're moving the ball pretty consistently, yes, I feel better. But still, it's the quality of opponent. Uh, that's what I'm looking for in this game. But truly the vibe how are the, are, is the, are the, not really take away the fans. How I want to look at the demeanor of the team. That's the big thing there. Uh, do they still, are they still pumped up for the game? Are they just going through the motions? That's what I really want to see because one, if they are still pumped up, if they're not going through the motions, that's where I still have confidence in coach Freeman that he can eventually turn this around in year three. That to me means that he has not lost this team, but that's the big thing for me. What is the vibe of this team during the pregame, during the game, whether they have to make some adjustments here and there, what is the vibe of this team? Or is it just going to be a very blah type of environment where they just can't keep going? I don't want to see a Stanford uh, where they were not up for that game last year and we ended up losing. Uh, regardless, seven to three, we can't win a national title. We can't go to the playoffs. We can't go to a, a New Year's Six Bowl. But how does this team come out where they're on fire in all cylinders? Uh, but even if they do that and just dominate these next two opponents, as I said earlier, you're not really going to know if this is fixed, especially offensively, because these are two really bad teams. What else? Uh, I think that's about it. Oh, my my uh, my prediction. I still have hardly any confidence in this in our offensive staff right now. When I say I shouldn't say staff, uh, Dylan McCullough, he's he's really great recruiter for running backs. The running back room is pretty uh, solid. Uh, they've done well when they've been put in positions to succeed this year. Uh, he's been pretty solid as a uh, as a running backs coach. Offensive line coach Joe Rudolph, uh, average at best this year. It's mostly been down. Again, I'm I'm t- I'm sorry to keep shitting on Coach Jared Parker, but I, I just think he was not ready for this job. Uh, the Andy Lugwood situation was just a fiasco, and it was just to me handed. That wasn't Marcus Freeman's choice. Let's just put it that way. And I, I just I think it's going to be again where the defense creates some short fields for us. 
and we end up uh, taking advantage of that, and we have some drives here and there. But even though we sh- should win this game 50-7, to I'm going to say 30-13 to Notre Dame over Wake Forest. Sam Hartman's old team. And uh, hopefully we can send off Sam a nice little send-off because uh, this was not was not what he was expecting for this year. Uh, but Notre Dame's been good to him, especially uh, for his NIL deals. He's been, that's been very good, so don't feel bad too bad for him. But uh, I really think this offensive staff, especially Coach Parker, has failed him this year. That's why I haven't shaved today. This is kind of just uh, uh, just to give uh, some props to Sam Hartman because he doesn't shave early really either. I know I look a little straggly here, the gray's showing. But that's for Sam. For uh, thank you for coming to Notre Dame. It did give us hope, uh, uh, at least for a little bit. But um, even with a a solid court or a, a stud quarterback coming in, we, we still didn't have the offensive staff uh, to have a successful season. Hopefully, that changes in 2024. But having said that, thank you so much for joining me for episode 115 of the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. And as always, go Irish. <laughs>